Rim. Yeah. Oh, Dad. Our dad's calling. Dad's calling. See if I can see if this comes in. Hey, Dad. Hello, I bought the QEW. <laughs> okay, we're just hey, recording our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, okay. so is the podcast. Who do you got? Who do you got in the first round? Utah or Memphis? You got the what? <laughs> who do you have in the hey, first round? You Utah watch, or Memphis? You watched the Grizzlies last night. Now they're playing. Oh, um, I've got, uh, oh, I've got Utah. Okay. Not be Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Basketball Mood. This is a podcast about everything basketball. I'm Christian Urban with my brother Randy, and our third member of the team is Mike DiGiorgio. What did LeBron say about the middle rim? What he was said he couldn't see, so he said he was seeing three rims, so he just shot at the middle one. That's such typical, Mike, <laughs> so typical. <laughs> and he told it to Steph, like, as oh they were leaving, and Steph's like, all right, whatever, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Let's talk about that first game, or last, last night's game first. Yep. The Warriors. Let's talk about it. Grizzlies. I think it was a typical letdown game for Golden State. You could tell they really wanted the Lakers game. Like that, that was a high level game. Both teams, yeah. you know, stretched their guys big minutes. Yeah. Um, and everybody and their brother were saying, oh, they played the Lakers so tough. They're going to beat Memphis mm-hmm. for sure. Right. And usually when that's the case, the other team comes out, jumps on them. And, you know, then Warriors had to claw all the way back. They end up coming back from 10 down, three minutes left get to overtime. And then, you know, Memphis's coach made a couple good subs, put Grayson Allen in two threes, put Xavier Tillman in over triple J. Um, Tillman makes the three to go up one and they keep the lead the rest of the game. Morant makes two floaters in the lane. And that was that. I was initially pulling for Steph and the Warriors because I wanted to see them in the playoffs. Right. I want, I just like when Steph's in the playoffs, I think the drama is higher. Um, just with, sure. with his shot making. And Bigger stuff. name. But yeah. as the game was going on, I just kept wanting Memphis to win more and more. And as the game got to the fourth quarter and they, I was like, you know what? I actually want to see, like, why can't we have this guy be the next John Morant, be the next star? Like, let's see what he can do in the playoffs. And, and I just like the way they were playing in Golden State. I feel like they're a more complete team at this point. Obviously, the, late, the, the, the Warriors have, you know, no Clay Thompson, no... Wiseman. Wiseman. But there's something wrong with the way the Warriors were playing, in my opinion. And there's, like you said, in the Laker game, there's just too many turnovers and careless turnovers. Like just Last for, night was bad. Last night was worse no, than the Lakers game, maybe. Yeah, for no reason. And I said to Chris, everybody's like, oh, Wiggins has to do this. Wiggins has to do Wiggins doesn't touch the ball enough yeah. in that offense. And yeah. that's not on him. That's this offense that's geared to one guy that will not even look at the rim. Like it was when I saw that that Draymond Green had 11 shots, I was shocked because it looked like he had one. And he, well, had, he made he made he made the 3 in overtime to cut it to one and he starts clapping like he's like he just made the biggest shot of the game. And like, then when he and then when he had a chance to win it, he looked like he had never done a floater <laughs> or a layup before, right? And no disrespect to him because as I watched him, I thought this guy, wow, he is a really great defender. Yeah, he's a quarterback out there. Yeah, and and but you cannot be, it cannot be four and five offensively every time. It just yeah. can't. And it's like, and it's going to bite them in the ass, and it did. I, like, he just blew that layup because he was not thinking score. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that 
it seems like it wasn't Warriors basketball where everybody's moving, everybody's touching. It felt like it was just all these plays and designs and cuts and things just to get Steph a look. And I just didn't It was very like Steph-centric, that's yeah, for sure. I it's definitely like it. Steph-centric. Like a whole bunch of guys, when they get it, they automatically look for Steph instead of like playing basketball. Right. Uh, and, I, and this is to say that that's not just like, I love Toscano Anderson. I love Mulder. I thought he was great. I think I saw Jordan Poole in the G League this year, and there was something about him in then, and I am not surprised the way I see him play now. I, he's, he's got shot-making ability, big shot-making ability. I think the future is, is really bright for them, but, man, that just the, – the game was weird for me. There's yeah. too many mistakes. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Anderson was really good for Memphis. Yeah, yeah. He was all over the place. Play he he made he made winning plays last yeah. night. Yeah, I mean they they started him midway through the season, right? And it's like they couldn't take him out of the starting lineup, even when Jackson came back. Yeah, you know. Go ahead, Chris. I was really uh, just impressed by Memphis's composure overall because at that start of the game, you could feel the tension. Like Golden State wanted that game, you know, yeah. like they were going at it because obviously it was a you know must win, but it was a must win for Grizzlies too. But I saw some of these close ups on some of the Grizzlies players and they were just sort of calm, collected, you know, they were just in the moment. And then you hear the, the Grizzlies coach talk about, you know, well, we're just going to keep, just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. Just yeah, like it's a long game. Like th th that was the message. It's a long game. You know, and the, the but, good thing is Memphis came out and jumped on them because if the Warriors had jumped on them early, I think yeah. it would have been game over. Yeah. But Memphis punched them in the mouth first. And you know, that's what you got to do when you're on the road in an elimination game, you got to come out. And, and be the aggressor and they did you know right. and josh josh shot the ball he wasn't scared to shoot the ball he was they were they were searching out steph on defense and they were taking him to the rim and steph steph couldn't guard Ja, and Ja couldn't guard steph and it was like a back and forth you know anytime steph got dylan brooks off of him he was just he was killing them mm -hmm. right like it, dylan was doing a, a decent job making him work for everything but anytime there, there was any type of switch steph was getting off whatever he wanted basically mm -hmm. There was just this cool, like, bend but don't break attitude that the coach was embodying with his words. And when you watched the team, it was just really neat to see that team sort of playing exactly the way the coach was speaking. That team has a character, and it, and it comes from that coach, that coach's philosophy. And the other thing is... Wait, does Mike agree or no? Yeah, I mean, the, the, they were calm the entire game, and, they, and you can see it when they played, like... You're right. The, the way they were playing was very calm. They didn't get too hyper. They didn't get too, you know, yeah. they didn't make a shot and go nuts. Like the, the one time that they actually, like Ja made the floater to go up five late and he, and he turns around and starts screaming. And yeah. the, you know, at that, well, point, that was the game, game at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, that was the sealer and, yeah. and, you know, he let it all out at that point, but the other ones, when he made them, he just went back on defense and yeah. they were mm -hmm. locked in, you know, you know what else I love about him, Mike, where guys kind of, like Draymond wrapped him up on that foul and he just doesn't let himself get worked up about it. Um, you know, when he tried to do this dunk after the play, like after the whistle one time, they tried to block it like after, at halftime, yeah. right? And he just laughs it off. He laughs everything yeah. off. Yeah. And in a way that's like, yeah, that doesn't phase me. I'm not going to get worked up over, any, over nothing. There's yeah. something really, like he's got some really neat star quality about him. And it, it's exciting for me. I'm glad they're in the playoffs. And, and I, I just... Again, I just felt like, you know, you say that they had to punch first, and I agree with that generally, but what was unique about Memphis was every time that the Warriors answered, Memphis went on a run, and that doesn't mm -hmm. happen often in a playoff game with an inexperienced team on the road. 
I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what helped that. I'm going to tell you is, is they played that exact game last Sunday, right? They played that game yeah. already where they were winning. And, and then the Warriors came, went right. on a run, Dylan Brooks fouled out and then Steph went nuts at the end and it was, and it was game over. Right. right. So they had that experience. They knew what was coming and you know, they, they, they had a game plan, you know, they wanted to search out the good matchups. They wanted to get the ball moving side to side. They got a couple guys in pick and roll and then they were attacking the rim and they actually shot three. They, they made a bunch of threes last Sunday. They only made, I think six threes. Mm-hmm. And then last night, hold on, I'm just going to find that. And it's the difference in the game. It really is, is that they made a bunch of shots last night that they didn't make last mm-hmm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. So last night they went from three, they went 15 to 35. So, so they made mm-hmm. nine more threes um, and shot nine more threes from the game before. So you can now, you now, like, you know how Chris and I were saying John Morant was one of our favorite players? You're, you you got to be on board with us now, Mike. I always, I always love Ja. I yeah. like Ja. He's just got to be super aggressive. He's got to come out yeah. and, and be the guy. Like, he's got to know that he's the guy and not turn down shots. Yeah. He can't. He yeah. can't turn down shots. Yeah. I mean, I thought yeah. he could have taken a few more threes the way, the way <laughs> Draymond was backing off him at times. Wiggins can sort of use that type of aggressiveness because he, he has to attack the rim. Well, like it's different though. It's role, different though. Wiggins is not the, the main guy. But no, no. Just but the main when guy. he gets the ball, he's got to attack. Mike, he can't be like taking threes. Yeah, Mike. Remember when he swooped in for that tough layup yesterday? I think second quarter, and yeah. you you're sitting there in awe of this play, and then that's the only play that he does of that. And that's like I'm not saying it's his fault at all I mean, because he played pretty good. I like, know he played, he played pretty he good. He played really but well. I thought they could get him the ball more. Yeah. Like I yeah. saw this play where he cuts it on a curl and he swoops in and avoids the contact and lays it in with the left hand or something like that or something that and I was like, geez, that was like Jordan esque in a way. It, yeah, and he, shows, like, flashes. he flashes. does show flashes. And I want to see it all. And I and I felt like man, he's been so much better. And I, I I I just think that they the, the offense. I thought Golden State Steve Kerr's offense went away from him too much, and it would have taken a little bit more pressure off Steph. Yeah. I think early in the game they should have been going to different guys, yeah. whereas whereas it was very Steph centric the entire time. And yeah. it, you know you get worn down, the team gets used to it, yep. and even late in the game they couldn't get Steph a look because mm-hmm. they they were just bringing two guys at him and they were kept bringing ball screens instead of just letting Steph go one on one or getting him off a curl or something along those lines where he doesn't need to see two guys in his face all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I know that they want to run the ball screen with Draymond and you know get to the short roll and then. Draymond makes plays out of the four on three, but Clay's not there anymore. Like mm-hmm. they're not guarding the guy in the corner. So there's no lob pass. They're, they're helping down and it ends up with the other guys shooting threes. And that's what the teams want. Right. I think that Memphis, uh, that kind of like, you know, attitude that they brought to that game, Indiana should have had that attitude. Well, the, right. Yeah, Indiana is like, not good though. No, but Chris, no, is, but Chris I'm just saying Chris that called me the other he day. Started, they started that game against, uh, against Washington, Washington. Feeling it out, like feeling, you know, just ah, what, I'll let you score, and ah, we're gonna score, yeah, but I'll let I you hate score. That. Like it, the game goes like back a, and forth at the beginning, like it's just two teams, like just trying to like feeling, yeah, yeah. They're just like, that's oh, let's just get teams, warmed though. up. That's two bad teams. Yeah. Memphis is decent, yeah. you know, yeah. like. But Indiana, those, but it's surprising because Indiana does have that like sort of semi, um, you know, veteran leadership, you know, and and players that you know play the right way and work together, and you know. So I, yeah, I, I, was I was a little that, surprised by that. Yeah, no, it's Indiana doesn't have any vets. Like, who do they have that's good? Well, Brogdon. Brogdon and Sabonis? Yeah. Okay, fine. But that's like, those guys are very much so like better as second options, aren't they? 
Well, I think they're they're pretty good players. They both averaged over twenty points per game. Like, they're good players. They're good players. But I'm saying in terms of that, like the bonus is an alpha star. aggressive, like I'm yeah. the leader, John Morant types. Yeah. Like, but still, those... why why start a playoff game, a do or die playoff game, in a feel out mode? Agreed. You know, yeah. like, especially what... when you don't have another level like some no. of the other teams. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. missing uh, Levert. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Turner. Um, okay, let's yeah, go. Wait, wait, one more thing. Did you guys see Russell Westbrook hit Len uh, when he did that put-back dunk uh, I in the first game? No. No? You didn't see I, that? I, 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 I barely watched that game. As soon as, I, as soon as it got out of hand, I kind of turned it off. What happened? No, I was just thinking like it was typical. What happened? No, tell us what happened. Well, he goes in and, and does a put-back dunk. His arm flails and hits Len in the face, and he doesn't even react to that. He just turns to the, you know, the sidelines and just like growls and like ah oh, yeah and meanwhile, and meanwhile like you know when you get hit in the face in an NBA game that hurts and when you hit the guy in the face you know you hit a guy in the face you know and I just like it's and his that's teammate. his own player and his teammate was right beside him he knew he didn't hit somebody else like yeah. it just sort of like you know there's there's being in the moment and then there's being in the moment in your head you know what I mean and it's just like. That's Westbrook to me, you know, and I know like he does a lot of great things outside of the game, but that sort of just that irks me a well, little. It's funny. But did you see the interview he did with Charles and Chuck after that and Shaq or Charles and Shaq? He was like a completely different guy to them. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, never yeah. heard him speak. I was like, he was just like jovial, joking. Well, he was also probably happy. happy that they won. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It was uh, when they lost the other night, he kind of walked all mopey to the, to the dressing room. Right. 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 Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I think it's okay to be upset, but... Okay, Philly and Wizards. Mike, who do you have? And why? And why? Philly and five. I mean, okay. they're going to score whenever they want, and Washington's not going to be able to score whenever they want. So that leads to a big-time mismatch. I say Philly in six. I think Joel Embiid is going to dominate whoever Washington and however Washington tries to defend him. Um, but I think Washington you know, gets a couple of games because they know how to score. And they got two guys that, that, that are all-stars, and I think they'll get two games. It'll be, there'll be some dicey moments for Philly because I think there's a lot of pressure on them. But ultimately, I think Embiid is just too unstoppable this year. Philly has the perimeter defenders, though, to guard Beal and Westbrook. Yeah, so. a lot better this year. I mean, they got Danny Green, they got Simmons, they got Thibault, they got... Yeah. Um, the Shake Milton guard? no. Those three, those three will be the primary guy. Like two of them will be on at all times. I like Shake Milton though a lot. Actually, as an offensive player, he Chris? can fill it up a bunch. Um, I think Philly in six uh, because uh, they can score whenever they want, and uh, <laughs> Wizards can't score whenever they want. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, no, like wait, wait, wait. Like Philly, that, that five. Philly, <laughs> Philly five. Philly, Philly five. I like that reasoning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Actually. Um, no, I, I think actually Philly in six. Okay. But I have no reason. Just, just a feeling. <laughs> just a feeling. We're gonna feel it. Next one. Uh, Nets and Celtics. Uh, Randy, Mike. Randy, you, t- oh, you first. I get time. to go first. Mike, yeah. finally. I got the Nets in five. Obviously, the health is the important thing if everybody's playing. I, I just don't see the Celtics being able to score um, with this team at all. I, like Jason Tatum can put up 70 and, and they can still lose. So, um, you know, I don't think this one needs very much explanation. You got Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. 
Yeah, sweep. I got sweep. You got a sweep? Yeah. I mean, with, with Brown, I would have picked Boston, to be honest. Um, but they just don't have the wing defenders to be able really? to guard them. You would have picked Boston if Jalen Brown wasn't injured. Yep. yep. In how many? Uh, seven, probably. Yeah. You know what? I don't know if I would have picked them, but I would. that was probably the series I was most excited to see. Well, Boston's been there, and this team yes. hasn't – Brooklyn yeah. hasn't really, like – I don't yeah. know. That would have been an upset pick, obviously. Yeah. Like that, I'm not saying that it would have happened, but I would have – I think there was a, a decent – like the matchups worked. Everything worked. You know, there was guys to guard, and, you know, Tatum can get his, and obviously the Brooklyn guys can get his. But, you know, with Jalen and Kemba also there, but without Jalen, like, okay, Fournier plays a ton. Like that's not a good matchup for Boston, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Smart – you know, can only guard one of those guys and Tatum can guard the other, but who's guarding the third? Like, mm. I don't like those matchups. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Who you got? Celtics and seven. <laughs> There's going to be a major injury. In Bro- in okay, don't, you can't predict oh, wait, an injury. Wait, wait, wait. That's <laughs> I not, take that back, but I think. brutal. That's like goes again. You can't predict injury. I just think something's going to happen. Bad juju over there. Yeah, bad house. juju. I just think something's going to happen. I don't know why. All right. <laughs> All right. Next. Chris. <laughs> takes Boston seven because he thinks somebody's gonna get injured. Uh, um, I guess it's not that unfair. Bucks versus Heat. Mike. Miami and six. Why? Prove it to me, Milwaukee. Prove me wrong. I saw it last year. Wasn't close. Let's see it this year. Wait, are the teams generally the same as last year? Or what? no, but 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 the the. The fact remains they got a guy to guard Giannis. They got a scheme to guard Giannis. They got the better coach. They have the better winner. They got they got everything. They got everything that you need to beat Milwaukee. All right, I'm going to go Bucks in seven because I think that Miami has been too up and down this year to be able to switch it on and off. And I know that there are teams that can do that. I don't know that Miami can do that right now. I think Jimmy Butler can. But they've just been too inconsistent for me, and I really feel like for some reason there's less pressure on Milwaukee, and I think that bodes well for them as for as well. well. I, I see, I think there's more pressure. Everybody's talking about Brooklyn. Everybody's talking about you, Philly. But you lose Grand, first round right now no, after what happened yeah. last year. Yeah, there's way more pressure on on the Bucks for sure. I, I you know I could be I could be wrong. I'm seeing it too. You're too, wrong. I, You're I, wrong. I, I see yeah. what you guys are saying, but I'm going to take Bucks. I think that I think Drew Holiday helps them immensely. I think yeah. Chris Middleton has figured out how to be a better uh, second option and slash, slash third option with Drew Holiday. Now, I think Drew Holiday has to be a part of the offense. I can't. I, it's just it can't just be. And and that's going to be the problem, right? Yeah. Does Giannis? Are they just going to go back to the same old Giannis at the right. top? Right. Going one on one against the, the big wall. Yeah. Like, then then show then, me that you're different. Then. Yeah, absolutely. Then they're in trouble, and I think they're going to show you that they're different. I, I okay. Mean, I don't. Fair enough. All right. I don't. So I, don't I mean, there's enough. You, you can't just go chalk either. So I'm going upset. Yeah. So you're saying bucks and seven. I'm saying bucks and seven. Who are you saying? Yeah, I got, I got bucks and seven because, oh, because <laughs> Miami show me something. Mike, he's taking your lines now. Right. But for the wrong team, though. That's not even like... <laughs> you you got to at least apply it to the team that show I picked. Me, 
<laughs> that you're not just a flash in the pan, Miami. Uh, you know what? All right. That, you know what? That's actually good, Mike. That fixed. That, 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 that works. That, that works. actually does work because I think a lot of people think Miami was a bit of a flash in the pan. That that was a bit For of a sure. fluke last For year. For sure. Okay, next one. Next one. Knicks in Atlanta. Mike, your turn. No, wait. It's my no, turn. It's Urban's no, turn. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait. Mike, Randy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Randy's turn. Randy's uh, turn. I'm taking Atlanta in seven. I think the Hawks, I know everybody's taking the Knicks. If you look on ESPN, there's like 15 experts and 13 or 12 of them are taking the Knicks. I actually don't think that the Knicks can score with the Hawks. And I think the Hawks are much better defensively than everybody thought they were going to be this year. And I just think they have too many weapons. And I think Nate McMillan's a good coach. I'm going to go, I'm going Hawks in seven. I got Hawks in six. Do you? I, I don't think they can guard Trey Young. I think they're going to struggle to score Randall's. ISO stuff like it's playoffs time now. Like he's not. I don't. I don't believe in them. I don't believe in you know. Oh, I think Bogdanovich is gonna is gonna carve them up. They got they got so many ball handlers. They got so many shooters. Like I just think they have a good team. They they have have a good good team. team. Yeah. I I I like I like Atlanta. So yeah. And this goes with what you were saying um, all along that that the Knicks were gonna lose in the first round. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, earlier in the podcast year. We said, why are they trading for Derrick Rose? They're not going to be in the playoffs. I know. And we were wrong. We were wrong about that. We were wrong about that. And Derrick Rose has been awesome. But one thing I was not wrong about was when I said that Golden State wouldn't make the playoffs in our very first podcast. You said that. I I don't remember that. Yeah, and I believe I was a believer in Golden State. Yeah, you were. Well. So you got to listen. What does that tell you? What does that tell? It tells us what we already know. (laughs) Okay, let's go west. Got, no, Chris, let's go to the it's west. Chris's turn, Mike. He's got it. Oh, Chris. Really Sorry, Chris. Yeah, no, that's okay, Mike. <laughs> I have Atlanta in six because uh, Bogdanovich is going to dominate, and they have just so many shooters and, and dribblers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds good. That sounds familiar, though. Um, go ahead. No, I think it's Atlanta in six, so All right. not seven. Going to the west. I have a feeling. Going to the west, quick. Utah and Grizzlies. Mike, Mike. you start. My turn. I got Utah in, I want to say five, but that's depending on like how Mitchell looks, how, if he's healthy and all. I just think Utah has advantages. The, the JV won't have a huge impact inside because Gobert can guard him. Not like JV can stretch him out really. I think Jaw's going to have a tough time getting the rim with Rudy there. And I think the way Utah moves the ball around, I think they can find threes and get get open shots for their guys so i think it'll be utah pretty easily five yeah i i don't want to go against utah because i think there's uh i i don't want to undermine winning the west i think they're a great team but i'm gonna this is my upset this is my upset of the west i I think i think memphis is gonna take it i think that john morant has a a 10-footer that's we saw against the Golden State, where it's a little floater, a little set shot, little just get into the lane. I think he's going to cross up sort of Gobert's instincts with whether he goes all the way, whether he pulls it back. I think JV well, it'll can be a, it'll, yeah, I agree. It'll be a learning process. So it'll yeah, be a learning for curve sure, for, for sure. Yeah. I think JV is much better than he's ever been, and I think he can provide some problems, at least pressuring Gobert uh, on the offensive glass and. Uh, and Donovan Mitchell hasn't th- played in what three weeks? A month? Month more than so. A month. Well, is April Donovan 16th, Mitchell playing? He's gonna play, and and also oh. they rely super heavily on the three point shot, 
which I always think doesn't materialize as well in the playoffs. So yeah. I'm probably be just being a contrarian to go against Mike because ultimately I think Utah is good enough to yeah. win this series, but I, I want to pick an upset and I want to pick Memphis because of that. So I'm going to go Memphis in seven. That's not really being totally honest then. Yeah, well. Yeah, it is. So He's I, giving it a shot. He's giving it a shot. I'm giving His it a shot. It's a contrary. long shot. No, but I'm, it's a long shot. His so reasoning like is good. Yeah, I'm betting on 11 to 1. Yeah, but if you had to right bet now. your life on it, who would you bet? Utah. Wow. I mean, like. <laughs> that's where think, we're, we're coming from here. Uh, so here's the key. If JV can get up five threes a game and make two, I think they have a chance. Really? Just to pull Gobert a little bit away. Like, he's got to shoot the three instead of doing that pump fake thing. Mm-hmm. He has to shoot it. Make or miss, I think he's got to shoot it mm-hmm. just to get Gobert out of the out of the paint a yeah. little bit. Yeah, Chris, what do you got? Well, what do you call them? Like Grizzlies and what? I said seven, seven. Yeah, who do you got, Mike? Would you have uh, if if um, Donovan Mitchell wasn't playing for Utah? Would you choose Grizzlies straight up? No, hmm. Grizzlies first time in the playoffs. Like I know they just beat Golden State. I think Golden State would have had a better chance against Utah just the way that they play. Um, just the, their their style is different than what Memphis is, and that doesn't mean that Memphis is bad. I just think their style is a little bit different stylistically. Like getting Morant to the rim a ton is is part of their game, and with Rudy there, it's just tough, right? Because he's yeah. you know the best rim defender. Who you got? Chris? Are you Mike? Are you worried about Grizzlies' the consistency to score in a seven game series against Utah? Um, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I also don't like their defensive philosophy because they have to play JV and then JV, you know, has to play drop coverage, which then mm-hmm. leads to rotations, which then leads is what Utah wants. And they zing the ball around and get open threes for their guys. Like that's tough. Right. Yeah. So I got Utah in seven. So okay. it's going to be a grinder and uh, it's just going to be one of those series that is a learning process for the Grizzlies. Okay. All right. Moving on quick. I don't have uh, you know, analysis with that. <laughs> Go, move Randy, on. Randy, Suns or Lakers? This is tough. I want to hear what Mike has to say first, but uh, I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Um, I just think it's really hard. What, what, as bad as the Lakers played, and I have a lot of gripes with their offense, I think Anthony Davis was horrible. I know he had 25 and 12 or something. He was horrible in that game against Golden State. I'm like, what? you have Anthony Davis. It wasn't until they took out Drummond and they made Davis the five that he actually was impactful. I just didn't understand why you have this six eleven guy with handle that can guard, that can do so many different things, you know, standing twenty seven feet away from the basket trying to make swing passes. Like, I, it, well, he I, doesn't it, feel comfortable it, to drive, obviously. It, well, I, I, he should. He should get the ball within but, twelve feet and yeah, go to work. He was injured, though. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't like anything that the Lakers were doing. And having said that, they still won the game. And I just think it's so difficult to beat LeBron James four times in a seven-game series. With that said, I'm going against the Lakers and picking Phoenix in six. Ooh, not even seven, eh? No. Jeez. Win I, I just, in there, L.A. There was enough things there that I, didn't, I just didn't like. I know I'm going to be wrong in this because the Lakers are just going to, but go, Mike. Lakers in five. I wow. think they, they, got, they got the trump card. They got the AD at center card. You know, I, I think there's a lot of matchup problems all over the place for Phoenix um, when the Lakers go to that lineup. I think that the Lakers can guard Phoenix. I think they have enough guys to throw at Booker and CP. They're going to they're gonna put Aiton in a bunch of actions. And really, I don't like their backup. Like, 
you want to roll with Saric against LeBron and AD, like I don't think that's a good matchup. So if Aiton gets into any type of foul trouble, it's it's going to be a problem. You know, and I, I think Bridges and Crowder can do an okay job on LeBron, but at the end of the day, like that leaves AD to feast. And AD, you know, had 42 a couple of weeks ago against Phoenix without LeBron. And with LeBron there, it's going to just be that much easier for him. No, you, you're probably so, right. Completely right. I just... I think Caruso, I think Caruso, KCP, and Schroeder can do a job on their two guards. Um, Schroeder you know, was awful. He was awful the other yes. night. But you know what? That's good. They, they have Caruso. Caruso's trustworthy. He, he comes in, guards really well. Um, and then, you know, like guys like Campaign and um, Cameron Johnson and... You know Phoenix's bench that has been good this year. Mm-hmm. Trust them in the playoffs. Like I'll, I'll trust Lakers bench over those guys. Mm-hmm. You know Montrez can actually play in this series too. Yeah, because he can he can play against Sarich and you know just bully him a little bit. So, I mean, this is another one of those things where it's like I'm more just wanting Phoenix to win. Uh, I yeah. don't think it. I don't think they can. But I actually super just didn't unlucky like though because it's the worst matchup for them. Yeah, I know. I know. It's the, it's Out of the, all the teams, I think it's the worst matchup they yeah. can they can they can possibly get. Yeah, Chris. <sighs> Suns in six with me. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any magic left. I think there's too much doubt that's, you know, inside some of the, the, the great players here. I think LeBron's sort of, it's like fake self-deprecation, right? And uh, I think underneath that, he's not so confident. I think there's something like he knows that, you know, it's different now. Wow, I this know. is a hot take. This, this is, is a, a hot really take. hot take. Yeah. All right, stick with it, Chris. Spicy, spicy Sun, here. Suns and six. All right. <laughs> Le- LeBron James not confident from Chris, <laughs> but no, I, I, you know what? On some little level, I think he realizes that his body is not the same. But I still think he can win the game. I still am picking Phoenix. Go ahead, last one, or no, two more. No, two more. Quick. Two more. Mike, Denver, uh, Portland. Denver or Portland? Man, this is the toughest one. This is this is like the biggest toss-up. I want to take Portland. I'm going to go Denver just because I don't trust Portland's defense. Or offense. And <laughs> no, Portland's going to score a ton in this series. This this series is going to be this like... This isn't tough for me at all. No? No. no. I, I, th- I, just think, I just think the Portland guards are going to have their way. Yeah. Um. And then I think Jokic is going to have his way. And then, like, which one? And Marco Porter Jr. is there. How does he play defense? Like, it's just going to be a high-scoring series. Whoever can score the most makes uh, make as much shots. I actually so don't wait, think... Wait, what's Mike's call? What? Who you got, Mike, then? Ah, shoot. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go Portland in seven. No way. Hmm. I think Denver in five or six. I'm going to go Denver in six. I think okay. Denver's just got too many weapons, even without Jamal Murray. I think uh, I don't know who's going to guard Michael Porter Jr. And even if you're guarding him, he shoots over the top. I don't think anybody yeah, can good. stop Jokic. I think that there's too many possessions where Portland comes down and one person touches the ball. As much as I love that person in the NBA, that does not uh, – like, look, I was shocked when they beat Russ and OKC in the playoffs. So maybe I'll be shocked again, but I think Denver's just more of a complete team – they, they showed it even when, when Jamal Murray went down. I, I, yeah. I think that they're going to be fired up. I, I don't even think it's going to be much I, of a serious complete. I, I don't really want to go to war with Compazzo against Lillard. I'll go to war with Compazzo. He's 30 years old, man. Guy, he's been to war probably. He's, Lillard, he's going he's gonna to have nightmares about Dame after, after these uh, games. We'll see, Dame's man. Gonna, 
Denver in five, you said? I said five. I'll say six. I'll say six. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Chris? Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think one guy can win a series. I, I don't, I don't Unless think it's Michael Jordan. And it's can Damian Lillard sort of realize that I need everybody to help me? Yeah. And is he going to be able to adjust and, and change his mindset? Um, well, I, I don't think it's like that, though. Like, I think Denver doesn't match up well. Like, who's who's Denver's starting two guard? Well, Will Barton's injured. Right. Barton, Dozier, and Monty, Monty Morris is actually back. Okay. But of those three, like, they're coming off of injury if yeah. they play, right? Yeah. Like, who's guarding who matches Aaron, up with McCollum? But who's guarding but Aaron Gordon? Who cares? <laughs> Aaron Gordon can't score. <laughs> Mike, you are... Covington, you're all you are picking Portland in seven, so you know it's going to be right. You're you're well because I don't think they can stop Jokic, yeah, and Michael Porter Jr. But like, you know what? I've seen Norm do it. I've seen Norm go against PG. I've seen Norm go against Giannis and Middleton that year. Like, I I I like I like Portland's five. I just don't like those six, seven, eight. Yeah, I got Denver in seven. I mean, I, I think I, it's a toss-up. Like, obviously, not, honestly, I, I it is a toss-up. I, I think it could be Denver in five. Yeah, even yeah. Denver in four. That's because you're stupid. No. No, just not. <laughs> it could be that. We'll, we'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> no, that's a good line. <laughs> Last um, one. Last one. Here okay, we go. Randy, I got 5% of my battery. Randy, here. Clippers or Dallas? Clippers or Dallas? This, to me, is the hardest one. This, oh, is, see, this, is, this is the easiest one to me. No. I, okay. I think, I think it's going to be Clippers in seven. I think because Dallas can give them games. So many times I look at Dallas's roster and I'm like, how'd they win that game? How'd they win this game? But Doncic does it. He just, he just, he, he's got the flair for the dramatic. He's got makes big plays. He, he gets everybody involved when he wants to. And the problem with the Clippers, like initially I would take the Clippers in like five or six, but they just don't show me enough cohesion offensively that I, you know, I don't trust them. But I still think they get it done because they have the best player in the series in Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I got I got Clippers in five. Wow. I think it's I think it'll be easy. I don't like they're not gonna get surprised this year by by Luca. Wow. Like they're gonna come out, they're just gonna they're gonna punk them, I think, just in general. Yeah. I don't I don't see it being an issue for them this year. Hmm. Porzingis is nowhere. Like Porzingis is can't he can't he can't contribute. They gotta get rid of him if they want to do anything Dallas does. That's a hot take. Well, I just don't like you can't trust him to stay on the court. One, yeah. Two, he's soft, and yeah. three, like against the very best teams, like, he's just not—he's not one of the four best players on the court. Yeah. You know, Chris. So you guys are choosing Clippers and five, Clippers and seven. Yeah, I've got seven. Mike's yeah. got five. I got Clippers and six. Then <laughs> yeah. we covered all I, the I bases that, right there. I, you know, it's not going to be easy. I think that um, Kawhi is not going to allow his team to lose. But he's well, going to have a low point. That. What? I wouldn't say that. No, I, I really... Like, uh, he allowed them to lose last year. I, but, <laughs> That's but, for sure. But, but Mike, he I, doesn't want to do it this year. I agree. I agree. I, I know that. I get that aspect of it, for yeah. sure. But it's not going to be easy. No. No, I like, think Dallas is better than... I, I think that, that uh, Kawhi will probably have one game where, oh, well, you know, where is this guy? But he'll come back and uh, blow everybody away. Yeah. It's funny that I said the... Best they have the best player in the series, and nobody balked when I said it was Kawhi Leonard. Like nobody thinks here that that Doncic is better than Kawhi yet, even though he averages more points, assists, and rebounds. 
Luca plays one end. He doesn't play defense. Yeah. Like, uh, like I, I would take Kawhi over Luca any day, mm-hmm. and I don't even like Kawhi all that much. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's particularly close, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I might even take PG over or Luca, well, that's but we'll hard. see. Yeah, that, I, mean, I don't in I don't the playoffs. Really... Pl- pandemic P might be back. Who knows? I don't trust the team cohesion on uh, on Dallas. I think that your point guard has to be a leader that and the glue. And I think there's something. I, I don't know if he's. Uh, you know, I just don't think he gets along with everybody. Yeah, Luca, Luca, and Kristaps don't get along off the court. Cubans addressed that. Yeah, like they had a they had oh, an interview right. about yeah. it. Yeah, Cuban addressed it and said you don't need to be friends off the court to to you know produce on the court. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you do do some so on some level. Yeah, I think so too. You want to go to war with somebody? Yeah, you want to be diving on the floor for them. You gotta be. Uh, you gotta have some level of love and respect for them. Yep. All right, good job, guys. We gotta wrap it up there. Do it. Um, may good, the w- good job, guys. We gotta wrap it up there. So stay tuned next week. <laughs> I gotta do something on this podcast, Mike. You know what, Mike? I'll just say this: it's been a long time since I've seen you in a basketball jersey. And getting in a mood, it's, it's putting me in a mood. You know, it's too long, actually. To be honest with you, it's too long. I miss that MD tattoo on your shoulder, and and just you working up a summer sweat. Oh yeah, baby. All right, have white, a good day. White claws and all. White claws and all, hey. Chris. White claws and all. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs>